1: time. It is 5.41. It's time for Trending Today, where there is a lot of conversation around whether we need more new malls in the Klang Valley. To be very pointed, this
0: began because of one new mall. (laughs) Um, And it's a new mall that has been getting a fair amount of attention and focus and frankly, uh, complaints since before it even opened, because Pavilion Damansara Heights officially uh, opened up yesterday, October 9th. They've been advertising this for quite some time. If you have had the occasion of being... uh, uh, stuck in slow-moving traffic around the area, <laughs> you would have seen the banners. <laughs> so yes. you, the, the date will be familiar to you. But I think even my um, needlessly snarky tone indicates some of the, the concerns that people have with with well malls, malls, traffic flow, uh, whether or not this is in fact best for everybody,
1: so it is trending on social media to be fair, there are many people who are excited. Mm-hmm. I've seen people posting about um, new outlets and new shopping um you know shopping opportunities and so on, but actually, the larger conversation has to do with two specific trains of thought. On the one hand, people are asking, do we really need more malls in KL, in Klang Valley? On the other hand, people are also bringing up the impact of having these sorts of big malls in neighbourhoods, because that was actually the contention with Pavilion Damansara Heights to begin with, that it was very close to the housing areas, that the construction was disruptive. Um, And I think this is kind of carrying on with that conversation as well. So the thing is also that,
0: Um, there is a difference here to be made between locals and locals, right? Yes. Um, Because you can be from the Klang Valley, but not local to Damansara Heights Bangsa. Uh, And that does mean that there is a difference between what you might enjoy about a mall as a visitor on the weekends and how people who have been living there for years but suddenly have to deal with increased traffic, changing traffic flow um, and not necessarily seeing that or not necessarily thinking that, oh, well, now I can just pop in there for, let's say, a pharmacy and grocery run, right? Because the the whole point of the neighbourhood mall in theory is that it should benefit the people who are in the neighbourhood for exactly that. Mm. That it's a one-stop centre that I'll be able to go and get my shoes fixed, get my keys I don't know, copied, and at the same time, get a haircut, (laughs) buy groceries. That's in theory what a shopping centre in a neighbourhood is supposed to do for you. Uh, But I think what is the reality at the moment is that A, there are too many any of these neighbourhood malls to begin with so the benefits seem not so clear uh, and then the other thing is that well yeah that's all fine and dandy for the people who live there
1: but lots of people who also don't live there are now going to come flocking. So lots of people talking about traffic, Mikey, Irfan, um, Sami, all on Twitter pointing out, um, so Mikey's saying, for instance, the traffic around this building is insane. One kilometre can become 30 minutes, which again points to, is it really the best place to do your, you know, after work grocery shopping mm. on your way home? Um, but Xavier um, is also pointing out um, the fact that there have been many malls around the Klang Valley that unveiled to a lot of fan fair and have since become well to put it kindly not very popular they use the word abandoned
0: yes and i think if you look at the the malls that they're naming they're quite specific and they are also very large and when they opened initially it was oh we've got bookshops we've got cinemas we've got um rock climbing or whatever it might be but then you don't really see it play I, i i think it comes down to this um I, I'm i a mall child. I think a lot of people born in the 80s, 90s um, are, are mall rats, basically, are used to growing up and hanging out in malls. And even as somebody who is therefore kind of fond of them, they, they've played a part in my life as an urban dweller. Um, I think we've hit a point of saturation that doesn't
1: make sense. So I actually have a lot of attachment to the idea of a proper neighbourhood mall. A sort of manageable building that I can pop in and out of in say half an hour if I want to pick up something or if I want to get a haircut like you said or you know get get something from the pharmacy. Can I tell you uh,
0: while you were speaking I was just doing a mental count of how many neighbourhood malls are near where I live. Yes. And I think within a uh, five-kilometre, let's say, radius, three even, um, it's about seven. And they're all not like big
1: malls, but these sort of no, mid-sized they're neighborhood, they're neighborhood malls. malls. Yes. Yeah. So again, how many does one need, right? Because then you're talking about traffic, you're talking about people coming for not necessarily a neighborhood reason. Um, others on Twitter just really talking about, well, maybe we don't need more malls, right? So Fatin says, too many malls in Klang Valley. We need more parks, better public transport, pedestrian walkways with trees. Also in Selangor, um, mainly Shalam, bus stands don't even have roofs. There's a limit to being minimalist. So basically saying there are other things we should be focusing on.
0: Yes. um, Meanwhile, there are also... Well, Sleeping Gorge also says, enough malls. I need more recreation parks because I'm too broke to hang out at the
1: mall. Yeah, the mall walk after a while, I think, can... uh, become quite expensive on the wallet anyway keep your thoughts coming um we are talking about well on the one hand um the newest mall on the block but largely we're asking you do you like having a mall in your neighborhood what are the pros and cons you can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or whatsapp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine tweet us at bfm radio business finance and music bfm 89.9 BFM 89.9, that was the Doobie Brothers with Cotton Mouth. It is 551. You're listening to the evening edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And on trending today, we've been talking about neighborhood malls, really. Um, Pavilion Damansara Heights officially opened yesterday, and there's a lot of conversation on social media about well. Both people happy to have a place to go to, but also a lot of uh, complaints about things like traffic and whether, essentially, does Klang Valley need yet another mall? So we've been asking you for your thoughts. Do you like having a mall in your neighbourhood? What are the pros and cons? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio.
0: So we have Neil who says, neighbourhood malls are malls that you walk to. Try walking in Damansara Heights. The real problem is a complete lack of city planning. Yeah,
1: so this is interesting, right? I I don't know whether I ever thought of neighbourhood malls as a mall that you could walk to, but obviously that makes sense. Um, I also think that a neighbourhood mall should be a mall that is easy to get to, not one that you have to sit through traffic or worry about how long it might take you to do a quick dinner run. Um, Again, uh, which goes back to the idea of planning. Uh, Yeah, there's planning, but
0: there's also the question of profit. Yeah. Right. I was going to say greed, but greed <laughs> seemed harsh. But uh, I think that there is a question of what it is that land is used for, because the the neighborhood malls that I'm thinking of that are in my neighborhood, um, and you know I live in PJ, so the the story is one that's as old as. Time, or at least as (laughs) old as 20 years now, in which you have a place that used to be occupied by a pasapagi or or some other community center, a food court, what have you, something low density. But that land is bought out and it's bought out by somebody who plans to build more often than not a mixed use commercial building that is a little bit mall, a little bit office, a little bit uh, residential. And I think that's where you get that sense of oh this this the spirit or the personality of the neighbourhood is fundamentally changing, which I think is what's always going to happen when you have large developments.
1: It also happens to your old older neighbourhood malls, right? A place that you're kind of used to going to quickly um, for your daily needs. Um, at some point becomes developed into becoming a much larger um, like you said, a multi-use facility where there might be even a hotel or uh, you know a club and so on and which can can really change the character of the area and particularly what residents feel they're comfortable having in their housing areas.
0: Meanwhile Michael says why wasn't ensuring sm- smooth traffic flow during construction not a priority? And you know I okay firstly I think this is a very common sense point that if there had been better traffic flow that everybody would be feeling more kindly. But it's actually that second point that I wanted to develop because I think that there is also something to be said about how people might feel more positively towards a space if they felt like it had been built
1: in a way that was considerate to them. Absolutely. And I think it didn't help, of course, that in this particular case, it stretched on for quite a while, longer than people thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah, it was a pre-pandemic. Yeah, thing. yeah. So that, you know, some of it was unavoidable, obviously. Um, but there was also complaints about dust and complaints about noise. And I know people who lived in the area who had to contend with not being able to uh, study or work from home. So I think you're right that some of this is if you are getting buy-in from the people who live in that area, you need to um, first ensure that they feel kindly and welcoming towards this. Because, I mean, look, the truth is having a new fancy mall in your neighbourhood uh, is a positive in many ways for some people, but not if you've had to contend with years of discomfort before you finally get there. Yes.
0: Um, and then whether or not the actual
1: benefits for you are are enough fundamentally. Anyway, keep your thoughts coming. Um, We have been talking about malls and whether you like having them in your neighbourhood. But after the 6 o'clock news on Inside Story, we're going to be marking World Mental Health Day uh, by talking about uh, the stigma around mental health and how we can change that. So send your thoughts through on that as well and keep it here BFM 89.9.